It's Tuesday, November 22nd. I'm Marco Werman. Egypt's military leader promises to speed up the transition to civilian rule. That should include planned parliamentary elections next week. This Egyptian journalist isn't taking that vote for granted, though. If that election is not held in a few days, Egypt is going to become like a spaceship that has no more fuel. And it's going to drift into space, and we don't know where it's going. There's only one way out. Also, how U.S. defense cuts might affect businesses near the Pentagon, plus love and the Peace Corps. BBC News with Mike Cooper. The leader of Egypt's ruling military council has promised to bring forward presidential elections to next year. In a live television address, Field Marshal Mohammed Hussein Tantawi said that next week's parliamentary elections would not be cancelled. I have decided the following. To accept the resignation of Dr. Isam Sharaf and to entrust it to carry on its work until the formation of a new government that will have prerogatives to carry on the transitional period with the cooperation of the Supreme Council of the Armed Forces. To commit the holding of parliamentary elections on time and to elect a president of the state before the end of June 2012. Field Marshal Tantawi also offered condolences to the families of protesters killed over the past few days, but said the military had not fired a single shot on Egyptian citizens. His announcement came as tens of thousands of people continued their protests against military rule in Cairo and other cities. In the capital, the number of demonstrators was reported to be comparable to that seen in February when President Hosni Mubarak was overthrown. Wira Davis reports on the reaction to Field Marshal Tantawi's speech. I think most of the people here in the square, uh, 80, 90,000 of them, simply don't think this is enough. Uh, you've got to remember that these are pretty hardcore, certainly anti-military rule types who want the army to get out of power altogether. They will, everybody I think here will welcome bringing forward presidential elections by a year. I think people outside Tahrir Square, uh, other people in Cairo, other people who haven't taken part in the protests in recent days will be placated by the Field Marshal's statement. A lot of people here do hold affection for the military and will see this as a significant concession. The chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court, Luis Moreno Acampo, has said Libya can put Colonel Gaddafi's son safe on trial there, but said the ICC's own judges would have to be involved. From Tripoli, here's Caroline Hawley. Three months since Muammar al-Gaddafi was overthrown, Libya is struggling to build new institutions and doesn't yet have a functioning court system. Saif al-Islam is being held not behind bars, but secretly under guard at a private home in the mountain town of Zintan. The authorities say he is secure there and will be given a fair trial. This evening in Tripoli, a new government is being unveiled and it will face a host of challenges. But it knows that it will be on trial itself over how it handles Saif al-Islam al-Gaddafi. The UN Human Rights Committee has voted overwhelmingly to condemn rights violations by the Syrian government against pro-democracy protesters. It comes after previous attempts to get a similar resolution passed by the Security Council were vetoed by Russia and China. The BBC's United Nations correspondent says the committee vote reinforces Syria's international isolation. World News from the BBC. 
The Pakistani ambassador to the United States has resigned over allegations that he wrote a memo asking for Washington's help to restrain Pakistan's military. Hussein Haqqani denied that he had any role in writing the memo to America's most senior military officer, Admiral Mike Mullen. The letter is said to have sought U.S. assistance to avert a military takeover. Italy's former Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi has appeared in court in Milan on tax evasion charges. The former Italian leader is involved in three legal cases, and it's the first time he's appeared in court since he was forced to resign as Prime Minister earlier this month. Alan Johnston reports. The case being heard in Milan today focuses on a media deal. Mr Berlusconi denies managing the agreement in such a way that he was able to reduce his firm's tax liabilities illegally. Mr Berlusconi wasn't expected to give evidence at this particular hearing. But now that he's no longer Prime Minister, his court appearances in his various trials may become more frequent. His lawyers sometimes used to be able to argue that he couldn't attend hearings because he was too busy running the...